Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Good morning. What's up, guys? Welcome to Game Changer. Friday edition. Freestyle. Freestyling. Freestyling. (laughs) So, uh, that's red, isn't it? You never notice how red that background is <laughs> until like you're wearing other colors and it's like you look I look like Pepto like a Pepto Bismol <laughs> sitting over here. Oh my gosh. That's funny. <laughs> that's so, funny. Hope you guys have been enjoying the week. And um we're gonna be going into the Christmas season. I think a couple of uh for a couple of weeks we're gonna go into just some I don't know, kind of shifting it into holiday gear and uh next week I think it's Merry and Bright, right? Yeah, Merry and Bright. Yep. Talking about the joy of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. And then the following week, we're going into, what's the following week? You guys know? You uh, we have two options. So, oh, we have two decide. options. So, it's either under the tree or dwell in hope. So, y'all let us know what you want. Under the tree or dwell in hope. Let us know what you are wanting in the, in in the it, comments. And in con and in, in staying with Game Changers, you know, style, we're going to, we always bring a twist to it. I mean, so. You know, it's, it's always going to just show up the way it shows up, yep. right? So today, though, <clears throat> I think it should be a good one. I think, um, you know, here's a question to ask. Can God raise the Lazarus? <laughs> That's hard to say. Lazarus's. Lazarus's. Like, can you imagine, like, if you, first of all, you were named Lazarus. Like, you know, then, like, plural is, is pretty difficult there. Yeah. You're like, hey, where are all the Lazaruses at? And uh, so can God raise the Lazaruses in your life? Mm. And um, that's a great question, right? So we, this is based on the story, obviously, in, um, in John 11. And we all know the story, right, where Lazarus was, was sick and Jesus was. So they called for Jesus and they, hey, Jesus, come on, you know, Lazarus is sick. And I mean, I'm saying it like they just picked up the cell phone and called him or text <laughs> him. I mean, they had, to, they had to go all the way to Jesus and it took a day. And then they talked to Jesus, told him Jesus waited two days. And then Jesus took that day's journey to get there. And when they got there, you know the story, right? Lazarus was dead. So he was asleep. I mean, he was sick when the guy left to get Jesus. And by the time Jesus got there four days later, Lazarus was dead. But it's interesting, you know, being Jesus, right? And being prophetic. He said, when he was told, he looked at his disciples and he said, the sickness is not unto death. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, I, I know he knew, you know, and, and he already began to develop the plan that, you know, that was going to unfold with the raising of Lazarus. And, you know, it's, uh, that's one of my favorite passages, one of my favorite stories. I love it. There's, I mean, you could just, I preached on it a thousand times. You can, I mean, you can just go into it and you can just, you can just hit it from different directions. But let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about it with regards to the Lazaruses in our life, mm-hmm. right? The, the promises in your life, the the thing you're believing for, the dead relationship in your life, the you know the the job loss from months ago that you still haven't recouped from the house that you know you, it was foreclosed on you, you know the vehicles that might have gotten taken, the you know the family member that passed away, the you know just I mean we can just go through and it doesn't have to be something negative like that. 
or something, you know, very, very serious like that. It could be something serious to someone else. It could be like, you know, the, the, you know, I can't, that promotion I'm, I'm looking for, you know, believing for the, um, you know, the, 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 you know, the, um, the dream that I'm, that I'm incubating and I'm waiting on. And sometimes it seems like, and this is the thing I think I want to talk about, you know, um, it, it seems like it's dead. Dead is, you know, dead is, is final, right? And not, not mm-hmm. as a believer. I mean, to be, to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord. But I mean, like dead is dead. But my question is, is it, is it, is it really dead? Or do you just think it's dead? And then here's the question. Can God, can God raise what you think is dead back to life? Mm-hmm. And in, in, in the reality is this, and I don't mean to get all, you know, this is not weird or anything, but like God, Jesus wasn't worried about the physical limitations that were going on in the tomb or around Lazarus. Like he wasn't worried about death as everybody around was. Like, I mean, he knew that there was a plan and that that plan ultimately included life. And he, he even said it, right? He went, he even said it to Martha. He said it to Mary, you know, they got it wrong. They misunderstood him, but he's like, I'm the resurrection in life, you know? And uh, basically he's saying, whatever I touch lives, you know, whatever I promised comes to pass. My word will not return void. And um, so, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit. We'll bring it up in the story. But I want to talk about that. Can God raise the Lazaruses in our life? And I think that's going to help everybody. I think it applies to all of us. Yeah, I agree. And if, you know, maybe I think while we're talking about this, examine where you're at. Examine those things in your life that you've lost hope in, that you think are dead, that you think, you know, could never live again. And I think as we, you know, we're talking about this, it's a good thing for you to think from that perspective of that thing. You know, like I think it's so easy for us to look at our brothers and our sisters, our neighbors, like our life, the people around us is what I'm saying. It's it's easy to look at them and see what's going on in their life good um, and, and say that God can do something for them. But God can raise things in your life, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think as we're talking about this, as we're, you know, continually speaking on this today, think of it from the perspective of not like, oh, this person needs to hear that, but like think of it as I need to hear this. There's something in my life that God wants to unlock and God wants to show me and God wants to remind me or raise from the dead in my life. And it's just a matter of me being open to hear what it is and open to listen to Him. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I agree with that. You know, don't be, you know, this morning, I don't believe it's an accident that anybody tuned in. Or yeah. if it's midnight on a Thursday and you're listening to this on iTunes, or if it's at, you know, at three in the morning on a Friday and you're listening to this on Spotify. I mean, if you're watching this later on YouTube, it doesn't matter when it is. It doesn't matter when we're doing this, right? I believe that the Lord orchestrated you to be here. And I am confident that that he can raise Lazarus's in your life. And so going into this story, you know, the story is, you know, we talked a little bit about it, but Jesus, he visited Mary and Martha after their brother had been dead for four days. You know, when he finally arrived, you know, Martha said to him, if you've been here, if you would have been here, this is somebody who followed Jesus. She followed the life of Jesus. She knew the miracles of Jesus. She watched him heal blinded eyes. She's, she's watched him multiple times, you know, heal sick people. But she's never, it never did cross her mind of that he could raise the dead. It never, it never, that wasn't something, that was on a different plane. And so she said, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And, mm. and uh, Martha was clearly in a state of despair, as we all would be, right? And Jesus said to her, your brother shall rise again. And then she still missed it, right? She said, I know he'll rise in the resurrection at the last day. And, you know, I don't think she really understood what Jesus was saying. 
she was looking towards a future possibility, not a present reality. And I think that, you know, I want to say that again, you know, how many times have we looked towards a future possibility and not the present reality? Mm -hmm. You know, we think that, you know, one day, you know, when 2022 and the new year ball drops, you know, I think I'm going to walk into a new season and it's going to be better next year. And, you know, I believe that, you know, down the road and I believe this and when, you know, soon, but it's like reality is instead of always believing for and looking at a future possibility, why can't we believe God? is able to change our present reality. Why why can't God come into the situation immediately and do something? So we look at this story as believers and we use this. Think this is what this is what kind of you know we're off the script. We're freestyling, right? But this is what always has gotten me about us as believers where we we read and preach on stories. Not stories that not stories that are exactly what we go through. Like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like the story, how, you know, there's not a story necessarily in the Bible that, you know, that just talks about like, well, you know, David was believing for this and let's, you know, about three years later, we're still, you know, we're still talking about the story. It's like, there's stories of, of crazy stuff yeah. and we preach them and we believe them. You know, the Lord laid something in my heart yesterday and uh, we shot a video on it. It'd probably be posted at some point, but I do want to, sh- this goes along with this. He woke me up early. <laughs> Bless you. And he woke me up early and he said, um, and he gave me something that I, I really feel like um, is um, is good. Let me see here if I can find it. And um, for all of those asking, I know I see in the comments about Starbucks, we got it today. So someone brought it to us and it was so nice. So thank you so much, David. He's actually giving it to us as we speak. Yeah, Lord. That's probably why. Shout I'm out like, to David. Is that my Thank you, Blaze. He's the best. So, the world does not deserve David. So this is what this is what I, I I wrote down in my notes early in the morning, and I think it goes with this. And because because look, Mar, uh, Martha was looking at the future, and she was looking at the future possibility, not the present reality. And it, can I just say this? She did look at the past. Mm. And just bear with me. I know we're on a podcast, and I know it's like you know. But I want, I want to break this down for a second. And you may you hear this as so I think you'll be able to pull off of this as well. She was she knew the past because she said, if you would have been here, mm. then my brother would not have died. Yeah. So she was pulling from the past. And I <clears throat> I, I didn't it had nothing to do with this lesson, but it I typed this up and I said, God, this is what we say. God, I know you have before. God, I, I know you will again. Mm. Right? That's what she said. God, I, I know you have before. I know you will again. But this is the thing. God, I know you can right now. It's mm, good. And, and you know, I, I believe that if she were asked, and if you're asking yourself this, and if you're honest with yourself, if I'm honest with myself, God, I know you have before. God, I know you can right now, and I know you will again. Meaning, if someone asks me, hey, can God do this right now? The answer is yes, but then this is the way we come back to it. I just don't know how you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that, because we don't know how he's going to do something that we've seen him do before, know he'll do again, and know he can do right now, because we don't know how he's going to do it, it paralyzes our faith a lot of times. I know, I, I, you know, it's, it's, I don't know how, but I know he will. And, you know, when you're just reading that even, you know, I think that's probably like exactly what you're saying. It's probably the season that, or the thing that Martha was going through, right? Oh, you, you did it then and you could do it later, but 
like, are we going to trust him with our now? You know, I think it's so often we, we don't trust God with our now. Like mm-hmm. I always think like, I'll, I'll get there when I, I'll get there in that, when I, you know, get older, I'll have more organization in my schedule. No, I can actually have more organization in my schedule if I just put the practices in now. Right. right. And there's those practical things in our, each of our lives that like, if we're daily putting that in, in into practice and into play and then we're allowing the Lord to speak that right you know it, the Bible talks about don't look down on anyone because they're young right so like if a you know David can be a king King David can be a king at like I think it was like 12 to 14 area like okay, yeah, you know, he can he not use you in this season of your life and <clears throat> and mold you and give you supernatural wisdom because in Proverbs it talks about how wisdom comes from the Lord so if you're need, needing wisdom for this certain area of your life and to you know maybe move further in it guess what you have a God that is the where wisdom comes from mm-hmm. and so you know you can actually operate in that now um, not not later only not in the past your best days aren't behind you your best days aren't only ahead of you, but like you're they're ahead of you like minute by minute. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have the opportunity each day to choose that for, for now. Yeah. And Martha, really, to be honest, Martha just didn't, she just didn't really expect things to change. Mm-mm. You know, she, she just didn't expect things to change. And how many of us, you know, how many of us are like Martha? We're stuck in our troubles, right? We're not realizing that God can turn things around. And I think that that's the place a lot of times we as believers, we get lulled into sleep. You know, we believe the story. We we know the chapter. We know the verse. We've heard the message. You know, we've believed before. And if somebody asked us, the answer would be, yes, I believe. And we don't, when someone says it, we don't go, oh, they're stupid. I don't believe that. We just are lulled into sometimes as believers, I think, compliance or comfortableness in, you know, in whatever it is. And the reality, we're like Martha in many ways. We're stuck in our troubles and we don't realize. And that's the key word there. I'd like to look up the definition of realize because I sometimes the, looking at a definition, even though we use a word and when someone speaks it, we understand what they mean. The definition illuminates it. So realize, become fully aware of something as a fact Understand clearly. So keep that definition up. So now let's look at this for a second. So we we don't realize that God can turn things around. So let's look at, let's put it in. We don't realize or we don't become fully aware as a fact and understand clearly that God can turn things around. Mm-hmm. Like that's different. It's not just, it's not just, a, hey, yeah, I know that. I believe that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen God work. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but then now back to my reality. Like we're not fully aware, fully aware. We haven't embraced it as a fact. And we don't understand it clearly that God can turn things around today, mm. right now. He can resurrect your Lazarus. And they didn't get it. Jesus was there. They had him there and they still didn't get it. They still didn't want to embrace it. They wanted to talk about what happened. Mm. So Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead and he can raise your Lazarus in your life. There's there's something, I, I mentioned this before in the podcast, but I think it's kind of uh, <clears throat> about this story. I think it bears uh, repeating because I think it'll bring in an, an, another element of why sometimes, you know, God does it the way he does it. Because, you know, um, the rest of what I typed up here is that God's the master builder. God's got the blueprint, right? We talk about that. And so if, and he's, he's in charge. So if you look at their, their, uh, in the way these people believe, then you study out this whole passage. Um, and I've done it multiple times. I preached on it a lot. There was a belief that they had. And their belief was for the first three days, they called them the days of weeping, that they would weep over the body 
And they believed. They believed that for the first three days that the spirit of a body could come back into a body. If they, you know, chanted and believed and (laughs) cried out and, you know, God heard them or what have you. And then at the end of that three days, the fourth day on through the seventh day, they had what's called days of mourning. So once they got through the days of weeping, the remaining four days of the seven days would be days of mourning. Now they would realize this person is dead. They begin to mourn. So the first first three days they weep. And Jesus knew this. So, you know, Jesus knew this. I'm going to tell you, if, if you haven't gotten it, if you haven't realized where I'm going, he wants the glory. And it, he, he wants the glory for what you're going through and when he brings you out, he wants you to know it was him. Yeah. When the answer comes, he wants you to know that it was only him. And and I, you know, in that, and so Jesus knew their 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 bylaws, their their policies. And so he said, "I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up on the fourth day." Right on time. <laughs> yeah, it's late for them. We're already starting to mourn. The body's already stinking. We've already moved on. Man, I've already cashed in his life insurance policy. You know, we've, we've already sold his house. We've redecorated his room. You know what I mean? Listen, we've, we buried him. You don't understand Jesus. No, no, go, go open the tomb up. No, Jesus, he stinks. But listen, Jesus, that dream, you, Jesus, you don't understand. Someone else got the job. You don't understand God that, you know, listen, I've already been evicted from that house or Jesus, I've, the relationship's already over. The paperwork's already been drawn up. You know, listen, you don't understand, you know, my, my child already didn't make it into that place or whatever it is. Do you understand that that doesn't matter? And that's not what he's asking. He's asking you, do you realize that he is the resurrection and the life and that he wants to get glory for doing something that nobody, hear me, nobody else can do and nobody else can get the glory for it. That's so good. That is so good. And exactly what you said, it's it was right on time. And, you know, I think we can look at our season and, you know, that's why we bury it, right? We think, it's too late. And it's crazy to think that she, you know, she thought, God, you can heal. That's all, you know, you can heal. Like, mm-hmm. But then it turned out the way that, you know, he he did, he did resurrect, he did heal, bring healing and stuff. But it's because it wasn't the way that she saw it. And, you know, I, I you know, I see Martha and I think in my life I've done that, right? Mm-hmm. Where I look at God and, I, and I'm trusting God. And that's probably what she felt. Like, you know, she's trusting Jesus. And she's like, Jesus, I, like, I need you. I knew I could run to you. <laughs> to heal my brother, mm-hmm. Jesus, like I'm trusting you. And then it doesn't turn out the way she wants. And you know what that feels like? It's pain. It's like, I gave you all my trust yeah. and you could have done something. And now you're just watching me hurt. Like, God, why are you doing this? Right. I'm sure we've all asked that question. Like, Lord, why are you doing this? Like, Lord, what in it's, you know, it's a wrong question because it's in reality, we have to trust and know that he is God and he sees the bigger picture. He sees the things that we don't see. And so, you know, he saw he saw the fact that if he would have healed Lazarus in the first three days, that maybe that it would have looked like he just, you know, oh, the spirit entered the body because it's in the first three days. But, you know, he waited the fourth day because no, this is the healing done at the work of my hands. Yeah. You know, I didn't I don't want to just he, touch him. I want to heal his him and raise him from the dead and show you that that's p- capable under me. And so I think exactly what you said, it's, it's, you know, I have almost like, I feel like we can relate to Martha more. I think we, it's so easy to read the Bible and this could be just a me thing and be like, you know, why did they like, why would she do that? Why wouldn't she trust him to raise him from the dead? But like, 
know know the story. We're looking back at the story now. We're looking back at the story and we're like, of course he could raise him from the dead. It's like, it's Jesus. But like, she's like living that current time. So it's like, you know, I think in our lives we do that in our own way. It may just not look like raising someone from the dead. Well, the way we do it is the the way we do it is that we look back at these stories and I do the same, done the same thing. And so I'm going to piggyback on what you said. I looked at the same story and I'm like, well, she's, she's with, he's there. This is Jesus. Why can't he raise him from the dead? Well, you know, we, it's easy for us to judge that, but the reality is he's with us now. See, we think that we think because he's not here, like he was in front of her, that we could reach out and touch him, that he can't perform that miracle that he, you know, because he's not what in the room, you know, I can believe that a doctor can maybe help me out. And obviously there's great doctors and, and things of that nature, but man, you know, I can see this doctor. So I've got more faith in what this doctor can do possibly than I do in what I can't see, you know, and I, you know, and I think sometimes, mm-hmm. so it's the fact that we, we still have that Martha complex. We still we still look at it and think, you know, God, if you would have done it before, it's not as much of us looking and saying, hey, you weren't here mm-hmm. per se, but hey, God, you didn't you didn't meet the need the way it needed to be. You didn't meet the deadline that I put in place or you didn't meet yeah. it when, you know, I, I said I needed it really here or I need, you know, I, I really was expecting it in this time frame. Or again, you know, I keep going back to like, I lost the job that you don't get it. I was praying for the job, God, but someone else got the job. Well, what if it's a better job? What if it's, what, you know, mm. I, I, what if, what if God, Good. what if God wants to not give you that job, but give you the boss of that person's job? What if he wants to, what if he wants to promote you beyond because Ephesians 3.20 says unto him who's able to do exceeding and abundantly above all mm. that we can ask or think according to his power that works in us. So the thing is, is that God knows it has the plan and the blueprint. And it's it's not always on our time, but it's always on his time. Yeah. It's and, you know, I'd say this, don't lose hope. You know, and that's the thing. Don't lose hope. You might be hurting now, right? But out of every disaster, God can bring a new beginning. It's good. Out of every disaster, God can bring a new beginning. Believe in God, right? Watch him show his glory. And I'm telling you, Man, as a believer, I can tell you that this that I, that I can relate to this story just like you can. I'm going to need this preached to me multiple times in my life from now, just like you will. I'm going to need to be reminded of this. But I can tell you the one thing as well. He's never failed me. Mm. He's never let me down. He's always shown his glory in my life. Multiple times he's come through. And, and over and over and over again, he's done it. And so I know this, that he'll show up and show out with his glory. And I know that you're, you're going to lift up, you know, every situation, every situation, and it will work for his glory. I know that. I know that because he said, it's, it's, it's from my glory. I know that, you know, you will work every situation out, God, for your glory. So instead of getting caught up in our problems, right, let's believe that you and I can raise, that God can raise the Lazaruses in our life. He can yeah, do it. He can. Amen. He can. I heard, um, you know, just this, there, there's a story. I think it's, I'm probably going to butcher his name, but he's from Jesus uh, Culture. Um, Chris Kualila. Kualila Kualala. Kualala. Cool. Yeah, Kualala. Um, he, you know, he wrote a song called Miracles, and it says, I believe in you. I believe in you. You're the God of miracles. And if you actually like, you know, take the time to research why he wrote that song, it's actually because him and his wife were, you know, believing for their son to be healed. They're, I think it was a, ba- a young 
kid um, to be healed. And, you know, they're believing. They really thought, like, the Lord was going to heal him. Um, and, you know, he wasn't. And, you know, he said he him and his wife got in this place where they're, you know, in the hospital knowing that he wasn't healed. And he, he passed away. And they had to sit there and look at the situation and say, do I still believe that God's a God of miracles? Do I still believe that even though it didn't turn out the way that I prayed, that I thought it should, that I hoped, you know, that, and he wasn't asking for anything wrong, right? Healing over his son. And, you know, he doesn't, you, we don't understand all that stuff. And he said, I had to look at the situation in that moment and say, you're still a God of miracles, even yeah. if you didn't, you know, my son wasn't healed the way that I thought he should be because now he's in heaven and rejoicing with the angels. But, you know, I think that's what we, the, the type of, Courage and it's hard. It's it's hard to have that type of courage to be able to say in the middle of our trial, in the middle of our storm, in the middle of our chaos, in the middle of that unanswered prayer, or, or where we feel like it's unanswered, or we feel like, you know, we were forsaken when we weren't, you know, because we don't see the big picture. You know, in the middle of that worry, are we going to say, God, you're still a provider, even though you know my finances right now aren't showing it, even though you know I feel like. Currently, I'm, I'm struggling. You're still our provider. Lord, even in the middle of um, this, you know, the divorce, you know, you're still you're still a healer. You're still a mender. I can actually walk to run to you and know that you're, you're a mender, even if it doesn't look the way that I think it's going to look. Whatever the case may be, look at your situation. And even if you feel discouraged, like don't leave discouraged, you know, leave trusting that God is still who he says he is. And that that is final. Like he he is who he says he is. He is a healer. He's a provider. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the end. Like he is who he says he is. And you can trust that. And you can trust him at his word. Yeah. Amen. So summing it up here, the scripture that Jesus said, and this is interesting. I'm, I'm going to say this. When I was reading while Ashton was talking, I was looking at the scripture in front of me and thinking, <clears throat> ending with it, but then also thinking about what it means for us today. So hear, hear me on this and, and go with me. Jesus told Martha, he said, didn't I tell you that you would see God's glory if you believe? Now, here's the thing. So, okay, so Martha could say what? Yes, you did. Why? Why could Martha say, yes, you did tell me? Because he told her, yeah. right? Just a few scriptures before that, he told her. Can I, can I encourage you today? The word of God is yours. It's, it's, it's alive. It's right now. The scripture is not just a story or a fable. It is alive. So can I tell you, didn't he tell you that you'd see his glory if you believe? He's doing it right now. And if you ever read this scripture before, he did it then. If he, did it, if he told you 10 years ago, he told you. Mm -hmm. Didn't I tell you you would see my glory if you believe? Amen. John eleven forty. So I want to just sum it up with that. Your waiting is not in vain. God is at work. The one who gave you your dreams will be the one to help them come true. Sometimes God makes us wait on purpose, as we've learned here in this story, so that he will be glorified by the good that comes. And we can't become so discouraged, right, in the delays that we give up, that we give up on the pursuit of our purpose in him, right? We have to trust the process. Don't lose hope. And, and I'll say this, the very circumstances which were meant to break your faith in God's promises are actually the events setting up their fulfillment. Can I just say something really <clears throat> yeah. fast? I don't know. I just felt in my heart like that someone maybe is just discouraged about their dream that God's placed in their heart. And I just, you know, um, I just want to encourage you if you're listening and that's you today, 
like hold on to that dream that God's given you. Hold on to it. Don't lose it. Don't bury it. Don't throw it away and say that maybe I just heard wrong or maybe I, you know, it's not for me. Maybe it's for whatever. Like don't bury that dream, but allow God to like teach you something as you're waiting for that dream to come to pass, as you're walking in obedience, as you're walking in faith, as you're walking in full pursuit of Him, right? You're not pursuing that dream, you're pursuing Him. And because of your pursuit in Him, He's going to help you get to that dream that He's placed there. So, you know, don't get discouraged. Don't, um, you know, I don't know why that was on my heart today. Amen. Um, when I, as you were talking, just don't give up on your dreams. Like keep pursuing the Lord and faithful be a good and faithful servant, right? That's the end of the day. That's the what I want to hear. Well done, good and faithful servant. Not well done, good and big dreamer. Like I want to be a faithful servant. And then through that, I'm following the dreams he's placed on my heart. Good word, Ash. I encourage Amen. You guys Thanks today. for being obedient to the Lord. Amen. That's what it's all about, right? Hopefully you were touched today. And uh, we will see you guys next week, Mike. Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoyed the freestyle series. Um, just a quick note, next week we will be off from the podcast on Monday and Tuesday. We are hosting an event here at our office Monday and then Tuesday we will be at an event through four half the day. So make sure that you guys tune in Wednesday when we kick off the start of our brand new series, Merry and Bright. If you guys would like, we have a daily encouragement text that goes out every single morning that you can opt into. It is completely free. You can text the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. If you're with us live on YouTube or Facebook, we always appreciate you being here. But if for any odd reason you can't make the live streams, you can always keep up with us in two ways. Number one, you can go to YouTube, search Game Changer Podcast Live, and you can hit the subscribe button and then hit the bell because you get notified. We upload the uh, episodes every single day at 3.30 p.m. or yeah, p.m. Almost at a.m. I don't know why. 3.30 p.m. EST. So make sure you guys hit the bell so you guys get notified. You can also keep up with us on your favorite audio podcasting platforms. The biggest one that we upload to is Apple Podcasts, so make sure you subscribe to us on whichever one you use. If you're listening or watching this episode on replay and you want to join us live when we do these recordings, you can always join us on Facebook and YouTube live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. EST. Just search Game Changer Podcast Live and we will show up. Make sure you check out the featured Bible plan of the week, which is God Said. It's a six-day reading ver- It's a six-day reading plan on version in the Bible app, so subscribe to it, read through it, and then let us know what you think. But thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We will see you on Wednesday morning for Merry and Bright as we officially enter the Christmas season. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.